Okay, so like, I lost my account. Like the password for it, and I wasn't on my podcast for a while. And then I looked at, so then I made like a new podcast, and then I looked at some of the stuff that I said, and oh my god, I'm like literally sharing that to the whole entire world. Like, what if, like, it gets a lot, and then, um, you know, like, job interviews and stuff? Like, they're talking, you're talking about very inappropriate stuff. Shit. Mm. It's not like I'm famous or anything. It's, like, what, like, like, six plays or something, but it's cool to hear, like, other people hear you. Okay, um, basically, life update, um... I'm 18. I'm pretty cool. Um, I've started investing a little bit. Um, my like my new thing right now is um, is money. Uh, I just been thinking a lot about like saving money a lot, um, cutting expenses. Uh, I'm like right now I'm doing like a no expense month and stuff. It's really hard when you have a car. Um, so yeah, I have a car. Um, I paid for that all by myself, and then um, yeah. And then, like, realized how expensive a car is. And then, like, so I bought the car for, like, 2800 and stuff. And then uh, I got tires on it. It was, like, 600 bucks. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then some people, like, get a truck. And um, this one person was like, yeah, I paid $2,000 for tires. So I was like, what? What? Yeah, I just, I, I can't. I either don't know how. And then just like fixing stuff on your car so like yeah so like in the future i literally want to have a like five thousand dollars in savings just for the car like for car savings and so yeah like an emergency fund for your car it's so ridiculous and then basically one for your house too yeah and one for yourself the car and the house because like if i think about it like that's my parents like worst mistake was like, they had to, like, pay for, like, new stuff, and they just didn't save. Like, they didn't save their money. Like, you have to think about, like, the things that's going to happen in the future. And so, so like, this year, it's just been, like, gaining a lot of money, but then also just being stupid and, like, wasting it. Uh, I've spent a lot of money this year. But, and actually, just, like, these cu- last couple of months, like like, five months, these last five months, I've spent a lot of money, but I've also made a lot of money, too, um, especially when I started waitressing, so, yeah, uh, yeah, and, like, um, because I think I really like the job where I can get tips, because it depends on, it's more flexible than just a fixed income, but then at the same time, like, if I'm only getting $10 an hour, and if I only make, like, 50 bucks in tips, that's not really that much worth it, so, yeah, versus, like, $15 or $20 an hour, and so, and, like, I'm starting to realize, like, um, like, making $50,000 is just minimum wage, like, it's, it's just like middle class like almost middle class poor um making like 100k i feel like that's just like middle class that's a comfortable level if you're saving if you're saving money 
um that's yeah and then like after that 100k it's just if you're saving money it's good and you're comfortable you can give in charities and stuff and you know don't have to worry too much or whatever um but like if you're being stupid and like you know you have this concept of just getting a getting a car the fifty thousand dollar car and then the loan payment and stuff like that and um so then it's just like it's nothing yeah like i feel like you still have to bargain with a hundred thousand dollars in america like i don't think it's that much so yeah i think in the future i definitely 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 want to make over 200k and then um I don't know how I feel about being a millionaire. Like, I know I'll get there. I don't know why. I just have this confidence that I will be a millionaire. But, like, um... Well, like, you know, most people, like, if you actually do save for retirement, you're going to be a millionaire at some point. Um, but... They're just... If you're a millionaire and just, like, all of this excessive stuff, so... I, I want to adapt, like, minimalism and, like, wants uh, wants versus needs and stuff and being humble and, uh, um, yeah. But then at the same time, uh, because I'm a contradictive person, I, you know, I do want to live life, you know. I, I, do, I really do. So, like, um, and I don't want to, like, miss out on it. Like, okay, so, for example, um... If you, like, actually really do time crunches, like, the statistics of, like, how much time you're spending on something, it's crazy. It's literally crazy. Like, we're spending, um, like, we sleep for 20 years. Did you know that? Like, 20 years of our life we're sleeping. What the fuck? And sleeping is good. I love sleeping. Um, and then, like, like two hours driving let's say like two hours driving a day like that fucking adds up like in a year like that really adds up in a year and then it's just like how much time like are you actually spending with the people that you love like for example so like there's 30 days in a month right let's just say that like um like like uh my boyfriend i care about him like a lot and i see him maybe one or two times a week right so so if i saw him for one time like once a week that would literally mean out of 30 days i see him four days out of that week it's fucking ridiculous and then um in american society we say that we're supposed to work five days a week that's 20 days out of a month that we're working so it's like i'm working for 20 days versus i actually see my boyfriend for eight days my boyfriend is the thing that i do like and appreciate like i like working but not to that extent like that ratio it's not even close and that's the thing that fucking scares me is like just having heavily focused on this time of working 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 when like the things that are truly important in life or what you prioritize should prioritize in life you're just you're not even looking at really or you're there isn't time in there and stuff so like people like question like why they're unhappy and stuff like that it's just like where is your time going and so yeah
Like, I'm so glad I caught that. Like, Jesus, like, that's so much time. And if we think about the hours of it, um, even, like, working 40 hours a week, and then let's say that I lived with my boyfriend, um, like, in an apartment or whatever, and then I work eight-hour days because it's the average, but you probably work more and stuff, whatever. But, like, and then, like, between driving and then, like, making dinner or whatever and just like actually going to sleep or whatever it's probably like the quality time is like maybe two hours and that's giving a lot versus that eight hours you know and then it's just it's just like it's crazy it's crazy and it's really sad too like um there was a point in my life where i saw my parents for like 15 minutes a day like, where it was, like, genuine conversations instead of, like, hey, bye, whatever, and then I'm in my room. Because, like, as, especially as a teenager and stuff, because, like, I, w- I would, like, come from school, like, eight hours of school, and then um, I would have to do, I, I would take a nap or, like, eat food or something, say hi to wh- whoever's there, and then, like, that was it. And then I would go back to my room, do homework or watch Netflix or whatever, and just, like, be my by myself, and then it would be bedtime. Oh, and then dinner for, like, five seconds. And then, oh yeah, and then karate, like going to martial arts for two hours of the day. And then you're in the car and stuff. So like basically, if you're with your parents, the maybe the quality time is with in that car. But it, yeah, I, yeah, but it was like, at some point it was like only 15 minutes a day. Not even, and it's like, yeah. And now, um, I'm still like a teenager, but um, I see my mom like once a week and like that concept to me is like really weird because I'm getting into this point of like um of my life where you know like I'm um being independent and stuff like that I'm very like self-sufficient and stuff and it's just it's crazy like I just see my mom like once a week it's not because like there's no there's not too much bitter trust or whatever and stuff like that it's just like what's become the normal yeah it's just it's so weird how like that gradually happened and then now it's there so yeah like part of that is because um like in march of like 2020 i was just like having a whole like my anxiety was like really bad and stuff and there was like a lot of yelling and like from my dad's t- dad and I couldn't stand it I, l- I just couldn't and then I had a panic attack and it was my first panic attack and I was like holy fucking shit I cannot breathe I can't breathe I can't breathe and like my mom had to call me down so top notch to mom for doing that but like it was a moment of like I can't believe you made me have a panic attack or you like caused this reaction out of me and it was like never again and then so I lived with my grandma I yeah, I just, I lived with her, I, because I couldn't stand my dad's house, it's just, like, it's just chaos, and, like, cat urine everywhere, like, dog poop, and it's just, like, nobody would pick up after the pets, even though there was, like, four pets in this house, actually at six, I think, at that point, and then, like, the dishes would pile up, and then the floor would just be trashed, the living room would be trashed, the couches would be ripped up and stuff, and, and then it would just the excuses would be well 
I have work or this, that, or when do I have time, Lydia? I was just like, Jesus. And then it would, uh, if no one did it, it would be me. And then so it's just, yeah. And so it was just like, I really did, like, I felt, yeah, I felt like really exhausted. I felt really exhausted and that. So then I left. And then so I lived with my grandma for a while. And yeah, and actually from March to um, October, I lived with my grandma for like eight months or something. And that moment, like the first week it was hard because I was crying a lot and stuff. I was just trying to process everything. But then afterwards, it was just like, it was so quiet. And like, for the fir- like not for the first time, but like, it was where like an adult, my grandma would just be like, sweetie, do you want me to make you a sandwich? Or do you, like, she would ask me to like, if she, if I wanted anything or like, um, and like the house would already be clean. And these are like basic needs that should be there already. But like, especially for a kid and stuff, um, depending on, on your age, but it's just like, not being catered to or just being, but like, just somebody else taking care of you without you having to take care of yourself is, I felt that was like my gratitude that season of my life. I felt just like the love of being taken care of and just so, yeah, and like receiving, uh, like receiving love and just like receiving service and things like that. I was just like, felt so nice and it was just, like I didn't have to worry about cleaning the house that didn't smell like anything or whatever like I could like fully invite somebody without being embarrassed or anything and then like um I had a grandma who would just like if I wanted even if I, though I was a vegetarian she was like you want me to make you something and it was just like it's like that little thing is just like so nice and and plus I literally got to discover like a whole nother person you know, outside of my family, you know, like, I know my family, like, they're chaotic, but I got to find out, like, a whole nother person for, like, eight months, and even though it's my grandma, like, I only saw her, like, once a, like, once a year at Christmas, or maybe Thanksgiving, not even, yeah, and then, so, it's just, like, that's crazy, just to live with somebody, and then, like, really get to know them is just, yeah and like my grandma and I got so close and so I just like I really like I valued it a lot and then now I came back to a circle um I'm back here at my dad's house and first week I like cleaned it and stuff so like it was okay for me to live here and then it's just I wanted to be closer with to my boyfriend and I'm trying to, like, before, because, like, in August, I planned to, like, move out and get my own apartment and just, like, start my adult life or whatever, but, like, right now, I still have, I don't have as much as I did, but, like, I still have, like, things that, you know, like, I can't fully say, like, proudly say, oh, yeah, I'm really close with my family. I really love them or like I can't like fully accept my parents yet or like get into a not in like a comfortable room I'm still like uh like you did all this shit to me not like really bitterly but still like annoyed and irritated and stuff and so like I want to work on those trigger responses and stuff 
and like of acceptance and like sort of unconditional love and like realizing like yeah just for my sake and stuff like I know they're not literally going to change I know that they won't because they've been behaving this way for 40 years or whatever so I don't expect them to change so I have to change myself and that's what I'm trying to do in the sense of like my relations with my dad my mother and my brother because I I think I think it's worth worth it for me to give it a try versus me like literally cutting them off and I also realize like I can't cut it I can't cut them off I just it's just I don't know and so I don't want to do that option of just getting rid of them out of my life forever so I think it's going to be like a combination of like boundaries uh, space um distance um uh like specific time limits of like mom I can only hear you vent for like 20 minutes at a time and then I need to do my own thing and then just so figuring out what works and what doesn't but yeah like I this the idea of like just acceptance like fully accepting a person of like (sighs) like when my dad yells I I get irritated and then I I just I go quiet and I shake my head and it's like there's a reaction right and then like my emotions go low and stuff and so like his emo- like because of the way he's behaving I'm being affected and stuff instead I want it to be like all right okay like you just do your thing and like whatever emotion I had before that interaction I still want to maintain it you know like if I was happy I want to be happy or if I was calm I would still want to be calm even if there's a chaotic monkey jumping around in the house <laughs> so yeah Yeah, it's just like, but just like, but it's really hard to like really fully accept somebody. And uh, especially when it's like emotionally abusive or just, you know, like abusive tendencies and stuff like that. Like, I really don't think that really gets talked about. Like, versus, you know, like with a lot of abuse, people are just like, and therapists and everybody is just like, you have to cut them out and stuff. What if you can't, especially when you're a kid? I feel like I had to deal with that a lot, like, where, especially, like, emotional abuse and stuff, and, like, gaslighting, guilt tripping, um, just negativity and stuff, but even physical abuse and stuff, I never experienced physical abuse, but it's just, like, how, how do you, like, you know, like, figure out how to navigate with the shit that you do have, and, turn out to be okay you know and like be a loving person afterwards and not inherit um those qualities that you've been learning for such a long time like I'm so afraid and I I see these characteristics where and it makes me really sad honestly where like my dad yells and upset and frustrated about something or whatever and then like in any like confrontation or whatever he can't deal with it and like he'll raise his voice and stuff like I don't want to be a person where there's any confrontation or like lack of understanding or whatever and then like my response is just yelling or whatever I want it to be like curious or humble or uh, a place of understanding and calmness you know and then for my mom and stuff like so easily she will like guilt trip and 
just like heavily dump your her life onto you or and pessimistic views and stuff like that this won't work this won't work well this or this is what my student and just like all of this and it's just like even explaining it it makes me like ugh. and like I do not want to do that I you know of course I still want to like open up to people and you know like express my feelings and stuff but like in doses you know like or to people who are really close to me or in a space that allows it but not like constantly doing that and part of it is just her depression literally it's literally her depression but so yeah Uh, that's another thing like people literally do not talk about because like in one aspect we're talking about depression of like well it can't be helped like you really need to help these people and you have to love them and be there for them and And of course, that's what I would want, right? Like, that's what I would want, like, the patience and stuff like that. But then on the other side of that, like, I've been that kid to that mom who was depressed and stuff. And, like, you feel neglected and, like, um, guilt-tripping, pessimistic, like, negative, very negative. Um, You feel like you can't get their attention and stuff like that. Or if you do get their attention, it's negative and stuff. And you just feel shitty sometimes if you interact with them and then your level decreases and like how do you help the that person as well so yeah this is like both sides both sides of course so it's a weird so like i think so i feel like the solution to like all of my problems with my family since i don't want to like a hundred percent cut them off or whatever or just I don't like not want to have contact with them that's one solution but like another is just like radical acceptance of like who they are you know without like without hatred or anything like it's just like yeah that's my mom yep that's my dad you know you know like how white people will be like oh yeah that's just Heather she's just an oversharer like that's what I want to be like oh yeah my mom she's an oversharer yeah it happens all right Yep, my dad heals. Yep. Just, like, talk about it super casually to the point where it's just, like, yeah. Where it's, like, not embarrassment, judgment, or anything like that. It's just, yeah. It's just, but I love them, you know, sort of thing. I don't know if it's healthy or not, but, you know, it's just, I know, like, that's the thing where I know, like, that's where I'll be at peace is when I, like, radically accept who my parents are for who they are instead of trying to change them. And the same with my brother, like... <laughs> I keep, like, trying to tell him, like, save money, Joel. Like, you need to save money because it's super important because I'm, like, really into saving money right now and stuff. And he's like, no, I want to get my nails done and my hair and stuff. And, like, I'm not you, Lydia. And I'm like, shit, you are not me. And I keep putting this on you <laughs> and stuff. Or, like, Joel, you're going to regret, like, hating your dad and stuff. Like, when I hate my dad. So, like, how can I? <laughs> so, it's just it's so weird. So, Yeah. Oh, what's like other areas of my life? I feel like my friends they're um below average. Like I don't like I like just like the usual. I see them maybe once a month, like a friend once a month or something. And then like when I do see them, it's great and like we're happy and stuff like that. But it's not like an everyday friend where I can like really just open up to somebody. Well, except Vicky, you know, like she's one of the, you know, like I would actually call a best friend. But even that has its limits sometimes. But yeah, 
I, I do like I do feel like I'm like missing like high value friends where I just can like lean on and like the friends on like the shows where you can just have a cup of coffee and just talk for hours or do something or just there for you for hard times yeah I think like really the friends that are there for you for hard times is a big one just yeah like I want that like I want that support group like because my best friend right now is my boyfriend like yeah like I love Abdi and everything but yeah I still want friends just genuine good friends and I you know like I do have genuine friends but like you know I want like yeah like these are my people so yeah and then on the thing of like me and Abdi it's just we're pretty good right now and like we have been for like a really long time it's just like I the other day I was thinking about like how lucky I am even though this should be the standard to but like I have like a healthy relationship of like communication and like honesty and trust and we're like we're silly and we can be ourselves and stuff and you know just like we're like so comfortable with each other and like we're okay doing weird stuff and just you know like we're just into each other and there's chemistry and stuff and it's just it's nice but like and if there is confrontation and stuff like that it's not anywhere near emotional abuse or physical abuse or whatever and it's just which should be the standard and stuff and so but like I got to experience that at like at a young age versus like you know like oh well you have to go through some couple of bad boyfriends to get to the good boyfriend you know so so I'm pretty cool with that yeah like I really appreciate him this I like a, a lot because he just I just go to him about everything like oh this is like an investing video I talked about or shit or like this is what's on my mind or my little rants and stuff or or we're just or, or when we're just like super appreciative of each other and we'll tell each other that we're appreciative and like we'll get like all lovey-dovey and stuff and cuddling is like the best thing it's underrated and just intimacy in general honestly and it's it's not even the sex it's just like the intimacy and like the conversations or just like fully being present in each other's space and the affirmations of love and like the fact that like hey you're safe and I'm here for you and like that's like that's huge so yeah I'm like really fortunate to experience that And plus, like, I feel like he's been, like, my rock. And I've, like, I don't know if this is using somebody or not, but, like, I, I might have. But, you know, like, if I had, like, a fight with my parents or my dad or somebody or whatever, I would just hang out with him and, and like, it, I would feel better and stuff. And it's just, it's like a little escape. Like, our, like, a love triangle or whatever. <laughs> But then, at the same time, like, since we don't see each other, like, we have our own separate lives. Like, where I work and, you know, like, just, like, I don't see him every single day and stuff. And, like, he's just doing his own thing and I do my own thing. And then, like, we occasionally come together and then we talk about what we're doing. And then it's just, it's just a vibe. 
So yeah, but I I do want to see him more, of course. So yeah, it's just like right now at this moment, like that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm appreciative of Abdi, and then I'm appreciative of this clean house because it's clean at the moment, or to my standard, or it's okay clean. Yeah. And then uh, it's. It started snowing and stuff, so, but it's, it wasn't, like, really cold, so I'm appreciative of that, even though it's probably because of climate change, and now I'm being negative, <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, and I've been taking my own pills, so, yeah, part of that. And I like the people that I work at, like, Buffalo Wild Wings, I, like, I really like the vibe, like, it's just, like, 20-year-olds, like, 18, like, high school 20-year-olds and stuff, waitressing, getting money. It's a vibe. It's fun. I like that. Oh, 